The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? How's going on, Don? You know, we 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 thought we was having something good this week because the past two weeks were actually, you know, brightened our spirits. But once again, they pull the rug from under us, and we're just left with a dud. They're probably mad. Oh, They're probably mad dud. we was moonlighting over on uh, SmackDown Matters uh, last week, and now they they like they took it away. And well, you know, hey, SmackDown Madness has been consistent. So, <laughs> so thank you to everyone who's tuning in to the Rawcast. You can find us on the web at CSPN.us. We are brought to you by the CSPN. Uh, you can find us also on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitch Radio. All I have to do a search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign, and you'll get the Rawcast in your podcast queue each and every week. Well, I hate that we got to start off today's episode with this Mo Meltzer news report, but. I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese so he can enlighten us on some things that took place in the news of professional wrestling. Yes, things did happen in the, in the world of professional wrestling. But, we was, but you know what? Let's start off with this. We watch the SmackDown. You know, Stoney DeVille come out there to cut a promo. And she's, you know, announcing, you know, the women who are going to be in the women's Money in the Bank match. And when she was getting ready to announce, we thinking she's going to say Liv Morgan. But she didn't. She says Zelina Vega. Say what? <laughs> yes. After rumors, months and months of rumors... Selena Vega has returned to the company that fired her all because of the OnlyFans. And it wasn't even that type of OnlyFans. It wasn't that type of OnlyFans. You know, the type that you like to subscribe to. It wasn't even that kind. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. That's, That's funny. That's a good one. But yeah, um, yeah. But I guess this probably figured out. Somebody probably helped them to what OnlyFans really was. But she was doing that because she wasn't. She don't get down like that. 
No, it's she all has a good wholesome OnlyFans. So she, and then the, the whole union, unionization tweet came out, and that was all she wrote. And then all of a sudden, there was rumor that she would probably pop up in Impact or pop pop, pop up back in, in Return to Impact or go to come to AEW, especially when um, Andrade was released. You know, it was really really a push for those two to come back. But then all of a sudden, we started hearing. That she was out of the PC. And, you know, it was like, why were you in the PC? And, you know, why should the PC? And they really didn't say anything. Um, but apparently, from whispers I've heard, that she's supposed to be helping with the with um, Simone Johnson's training, The Rock's daughter. Mm-hmm. And I think her, I mean, she has a relationship with The Rock because she did the movie um, Fight with My Family. She did, she portrayed AJ Lee in that movie and everything. So, she may have a relationship with them, so somebody might put a phone call in and say, um, can we get her back? <laughs> and so, you know, she pops up. She when um Sonya Deville mentions her name and she comes walking out. We was in the um true space, it's like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> it was like, what? Selena Vega back. And not only is she back, she's wrestling and she jumped the whole line. She, I mean, she jumped from the end close to the front. So apparently, um, they apologized. She, she, they apologized. I guess some higher ups apologized to her about the release. And oddly enough, that unionization tweet has disappeared from her timeline. Mm-hmm. But you know, screenshots and everything else lasts forever. So you can, forever, you can say, forever. you can. Forever, ever, forever, ever. <laughs> yeah, so you can, you can, yeah. you can say, but you can say like, "Hey, I, I, I deleted that. I could delete that tweet." But people screenshot and will say, "But it's yeah, still right." And it probably was already archived in the um, <laughs> archived by the government. So anybody can easily go pull it up and say, "Hey, you said that. Mm-hmm. You had that." Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's back. She's up the line, and once you listen to her and Jade, you can hear about how she jobbed to live Morgan. <laughs> Did you see Talking Smack, though? Oh, oh, and her and Kayla. Woo! That was some spice there. I don't know what it is. I don't know where it stems from, but yeah, they they oh, were snipey towards each other. Oh, I know where it stems oh, from. Tell me, sir. Tell me. Enlighten me. <laughs> You know where it stems from. What happened? Andrade? Remember. No, 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 no. Remember. Remember. Remember when um Lita Vega was doing that live stream interview with Kayla and that other young lady? And a certain before she became before she went to the blue the blue brand, she was doing a red brand and she pulled up to the girl house. Oh, Bianca? Yeah. Oh, she so, mentioned, so, 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 she mentioned, she mentioned Bianca too because she said she got unfinished business with Bianca Belair. Oh, so she think that Kayla, oh, that's right, because they was on the show together when um, she rolled up into uh, 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 Zelina's crib that day, right? Yeah. <laughs> so she thinks that. Zelina, I don't know if she probably think Kayla had something to do with it, but she was like, um, 
they was just giving the interview, and all of a sudden, Zelina was talking trash to her brother. She was being real spicy with her brother and everything. And, she, and the next thing you know, she opened the door because she heard the door opening. She heard my knocking at the door. She was like telling her brother to go get the door. And all of a sudden, you heard Binky coming in, and she was like, "What are you doing in my house?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> you saw Binky just leak across that couch and start wailing on her. Oh yeah, that was on the the bump or whatever that show was. That- it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't on the bump. It happened on the random Saturday. Oh okay. It happened on a random Saturday. It was a random Saturday. They was just doing a live stream interview, and next thing you know, because um, Caleb would have her had froze, her, her screen had froze, and the, and the other girl was like, she kept calling her by her government name. <laughs> she kept saying, she kept saying Thea, <laughs> and I was like, wow. But yeah, she said she got unfinished business with Beyonce because Beyonce because. Um, they had that storyline where she tried to say that um, Zelina Vega poisoned um, Montez oh, yeah, Ford. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So she did. She she did poison Montez Ford. We seen it. She on did. Camera. We saw it. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's why she dropped the way she sat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's so. Yes. Yeah, so Zelina Vega's back. So. No, I mean, want the, the 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 main thing. The main thing that we want that, that we'll talk about here. I'll save it for last. I'll talk about the other stuff first. Is uh is Pat McAfee the new co-host of Talking Smack? I believe I don't know. He was on the past two weeks, so I don't know if Heyman was just was letting him do it because of the storyline thing we could with Roman. But I don't know. He could be. He was um Kevin Owens. Oh snap! Speaking of that. Kevin Owens, he called Paul Heyman. <laughs> Kevin Owens did what? He called Paul Heyman. Like, called him on the phone? Called him on the phone. Okay. And he so um, Kevin Owens was like, yeah, he said, I'm going to um, take that universal title. For, I'm going I'm to take it to contract. And I'm going to come take the universal title from um, Roman. Okay. So, so Paul Heyman goes. Match. That's right. So, Paul Heyman goes. Yeah, yeah, he got in the match. So, Paul Heyman goes. You must have the wrong number and hung up. <laughs> uh, nice. um, but um, Owens was giving McAfee shit too. So, uh, Sammy Zayn was living his best life in Montreal at the Stanley Cup uh, game last night that they won. So they didn't get, they didn't get swept. So good for them. Um, so that's how he was spending his Monday night. Uh, where was where, where's the um the um, who's who's in the um Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, Montreal, the Canadians, which mm-hmm. he, who he's rooting for, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Okay, so, oh okay, so it makes sense why he's at the game. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yep, and so um yeah, Tampa Bay is winning three games to one, so one more win and it's all over. Is it the Wayne? He's the Wayne and Tampa Bay Lightning fan. No, he likes Sandy the San Jose Sharks. Oh, San Jose Sharks. Okay. Yes. He he going he probably he probably going. Yeah, he gonna blow a gasket that you. Yeah. That he like the Lightning. You said what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So Tony Khan said he was refunded one hundred thousand dollars 
for that dud explosion to happen at um, whatever AEW pay-per-view that was. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so that's even worse that you let people know you paid for it and you didn't get your money's worth. You should have just kept that in your pocket, sir. No, no, no. Uh, it doesn't make it any better. Story still, you got a whack ass ending to your paper. I still laugh at Don Callis laughing at the um, Don Callis um, reaction to the explosion. That was that was a funny thing. Yeah, Eddie Kingston reaction twenty minutes later it was funny as well. <laughs> Oh man. Um who else? Dana Brooke is engaged. No, congratulations. Um yeah, no, he's a he's a fighter. Ulysses Diaz. Okay, never heard of him. Me neither, but congratulations to them. Congratulations to them. Um some some sad news. Um, Terry Funk has been um, diagnosed with dementia. In a, you know, I hate to be this guy, but, you know, it's not like we all didn't see that coming. We didn't, but still, it's to say that. Yeah, I mean, with all the crazy stuff Terry Funk's done in his career as far as unprotected chair shots. He's done some things, yes. And hardcore matches and death matches and exploding Bob Wire, whatever you want to add to it. Yeah, man, he's had a lot of head trauma. He's on the list. And whoever's going on that list, he's probably done it. Right. And saw Charlie. Yes, yes. So, you know, there's a there's he's he's definitely suffered a lot of head trauma. So yeah, it is sad to hear that he is going through that though. And, you know, those great stories and memories uh that he has, you know, we probably won't be able to access them as clearly um as we once could when it comes to him and his recall and things like that. So um, you know, Hopefully everything goes well these you know last few years of his life with his family and everything. Yeah, man. That's just sad to um sad to hear. Um let's see, let me see anything else before we get to the main the main part of um the the, the main event. The main event of um the momentum segment mm-hmm. because wow. Um, I'll just say this real quick. Tommaso Ciampa wants to be given the ball. I guess he wants to be the top guy. But the thing is, they don't want to leave NXT. And the thing is, I think he will flourish on the main roster if given the ball. If you need a nasty heel, he could be your guy. But Vince probably wouldn't know what to do with him. He better stay right where he at if he knows it's good for him. You don't want no parts of that main roster. At least not right now. Let that thing get up and running and humming a little bit more. Oh, that's right. Which Lana was on um, Chris Jericho's podcast. Okay. And did she um, say that all she does is sit at home and play with her dogs too? Uh, she didn't say that. You know, she was promised a, a, a women's tag team title run with Naomi, but 
they got squashed, squashed away. Everybody, everybody always talks about Davis promised something. I don't know if that's really the truth about that. Maybe Vince said, I could see y'all as tag team champions. Ah, see our champions. Yeah. I guess I think she said it because she said she went out and bought $4,000 worth of glow gear. Bring it to the floor. Wait until you get the titles before you start spending the money on the gear. Hey, she was trying to be more active. This is the biggest wait and see and make sure you got it company in the world. I wouldn't do anything <laughs> proactively. Yeah, so, and then it was like... I'm pretty sure Aleister Black went out and bought a whole bunch of stuff, too, and now look where he at. He might be coming back. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that they were working something out. He just probably was making too much money for this new dude. Nick Collins, that a guy who bought a seven million dollar mansion, he's cutting, cutting the fat. He's trying to make profits. He's trying to show Vince why he's worth that salary. I'm gonna show Vince why I'm gonna put try to put things up his ass and send him. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know him. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He just he just rubs me the wrong way, but whatever. Um. Okay. Oh, yes. Also, Lana had said the uh, um, WWE was a disarray. She said that she would be, she would show up to do at the Thunderdome and do like a 19 hour taping just to cut. A, 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 no, she would be 19 hours at the Thunderdome just to cut a 19 minute promo or something like that. So, those long, I guess those little long days and whatnot, you know, this. Stripping up the um, bits, ripping up the um, the scripts. Yeah, there it is. Vince ripped up the script, and you know he basically was like, she was like, yeah. So she said she would be some days, some days for nineteen hours, and um, all of a sudden. Stuff getting cut, so she needs to be cutting a little short promo, whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it definitely sounds like disorganization. Yes, very much disorganized in the WWE. What else? That's it. So, um, I'll do this other this other one. I'll save for the broadcast. So let's talk. Let's talk about what we woke up to this morning. <laughs> woke up this morning. Go check check Twitter, and you see the names of the um, you see names in the trending topics. And you scroll down, and you see Jimmy Uso. Now, as soon as I saw Jimmy Uso, I said it could either be one or two things. One, he got injured again. Two, something about a mugshot. Clicked on his name, and the TMZ Sports thing is the first thing that popped up on the at the top of the list. And he blew a he he blew a breathalyzer of point two oh five. So so naturally, you know, some two oh five live jokes just being thrown around. In point two oh five live, man. People yeah. are people are rough. 
so rough. And they said, hold on. This it's just disappointing that he that this is what he's this is what he um he's dealing with and everything. And mm-hmm. it's the WWE brass is not happy with this arrest. He's a he's in Pensacola, Florida. And this happened on, I want to say, um, he was pulled over on Monday at around 10.35 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So he wasn't watching the main event on um, on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. he, said he wasn't watching the New Day versus um, Lashley and MVP. He wasn't watching that. He's probably coming back from chilling with Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa in Pensacola. They all stay in Pensacola. So he said um, he was um, he ran a red light clock going 50 miles an hour in a 35 um, mile per hour zone. That'll do it. And it said police records so that during subsequent questioning, officers smelled alcohol on Uso and asked him to exit his Dodge Charger. Police noticed Uso swaying and admitted he got consumed multiple beers before getting behind the wheel. He said Uso then failed the sobriety test and was arrested. He said his um, breathalyzer test came back at 0.202 and 0.205, well above the legal um, 0.08 limit in the state of Florida. He was booked on a misdemeanor charge, and he's out now because he posted, um, I guess he posted bond. And he received numerous, he received citations for speeding, and running a red light. Um, this is his second DUI charge in two years. He was booked for a similar charge in Pensacola in, two, in July of 2019. Gotta stay away from the 4th of July parties, man. That's all it is to it. And then he was, remember, he was arrested early in 2019, but he was in a drunken dispute with the police in um, Detroit. Yeah, lucky we didn't get shot. And they posted his um, mugshot below. Yeah, he was twisted. Um, this is a this is a very serious situation for Jimmy Uso, man. Because and, and you know, I'm I'm sure someone in the WWE is going to say, "Listen, you've been you've been doing you've been here for years, so I don't know if they're going to say rehab because." Because somebody, um, one of my other wrestling groups I'm in, they asked, well, did Jeff Hardy get mandated rehab? And said, Jeff, I'm like, Jeff Hardy did rehab in 2019 because he um, was a wrestler DUI when he was injured. Mm-hmm. He checked himself in the inpatient rehab and got himself together. So, um, yeah, it's not I'm like sure the company won't pay for it. Right. They, they will pay for it. So, if you need to get yourself right, you know, take the steps of getting right and just, you know, go and just get that taken care of because you're going to end up on the outside looking in, even though some people who've been there got multiple breaks. Yeah. Certain but, yeah, but you, like know, that. you don't. Your skin tone don't match theirs, so you need to be a little bit more careful. 
now. But now this is going to play out on the TV, on right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because last time he got it, they took him off TV for – I think he might have went to – some form of de- of uh, rehab. I don't. I'm not. No, officially, that might have just kept him off the of TV as punishment. But yeah, I mean, he was off a of TV for a good minute the last time. So did Jay, did Jay ever get arrested? I'm not sure. Let me see about Jay. Let me let me see something quick. Let me, let me. You know you got. You no, know you got a bad twin and a good twin. Right. Jay uh, espouses to be the good twin. I, I'm guessing. But I don't, I don't ever recall hearing Jay's name brought up in the police fodder. Um, so far I just see, um, Jimmy Uso. Oh wait, 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 wait! Hold up, hold up, hold up! I'm looking. I don't see anything for um, Jay Uso. All I see is Jimmy Uso. Wait a minute. Oh. Jay Uso was arrested on drunk driving in Texas. This was in 2018. Okay. Well, those boys need to be careful. Well, Jay, I, don't, I mean, Jay, I don't know. Jay really don't, don't be, the, is that the one who really, I don't see him as getting in trouble a lot. Jimmy Uso got then get caught a couple of DUI charges. So Vince, somebody gonna step in and be like, "Okay, yeah, you need to." You can't, you can't be. You can't keep doing this, homie. It's dangerous. It's you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You you've gotten lucky that you know you run a red lights and stuff, and nobody was coming. That you didn't get hurt, didn't get killed, didn't kill someone else. So yeah, they're definitely gonna have a. As they say, come to Jesus meeting with them. Um, yeah. yeah so, uh, might to, uh, to might have to threaten us to step out for him to get get that that reality that he need to get himself together, man. Yeah. So Jay Uso only got uh, only got arrested in 2018. Um, Jimmy got arrested on in 2011, 2013. 2019 and um, 2021. That's a lot of arrests, homie. It is. And, you know, we try to, you know, we try to, you know, just, you know, look out for them and just be like, hey, we, you know, we, we support you and everything, but we gotta get it together, bro. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta stop. You know, repeating the same trends and uh, try to do something a little different. You know, what I'm saying, have the party at the house. If you're gonna, you know, what I'm saying, don't. If you, you know, you want to get down like that, go ahead and just drink at the house. Don't say you don't have to go anywhere. Take the Uber. That's what we say all the time. Like, how you not watching that? How you not watching? How you not watching this show that your wife is on? Come on. <laughs> I'm, well, not, I'm not trying I mean, to be, by, 10, to be, by 10, 20, by 10, 20, whatever, her segment had been past done. Yeah. It's not like she was in the main event, so, you know. Right. 
Right. So, you know, he probably seen her and then was like, okay, cool. Finish this drink and get a couple more and then I'm headed to the house. All right, so, you know, we, we wish you the best for um, Jimmy Uso. That's right. And just get yourself together, bro. Come I'm on. Let's talk about this, talk about this broadcast because it's tea by the start. This ain't making the head of the table very, very happy, Oose. Of course not. And you know he's going to have something, you know he have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. Making the family look bad. Oh, he definitely going to say something about the family looking bad. He definitely going to say something about that. All right, we got a quick version, man, of the Raw cast because this show really wasn't that great. We we got everybody in the ring uh, that's going to be on the Raw side for the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, for Miz TV. Basically, they just did a whole bunch of talking just so they could get to uh, Matt Riddle coming down, sitting up high on top of the ladder, claiming that everything he's doing is for Randy Orton. And that eventually leads to AJ and almost coming out. AJ complaining that he should have just been in the uh, he sh- shouldn't have it shouldn't have been a triple threat match because Randy Orton wasn't competing. Then he didn't even get pinned, and he's not in the Money in the Bank match, and he's just highly upset. Um, so eventually, almost tips the ladder with uh, Matt Riddle on it, and then we break into this big you know, brawl, um, Riddle, Ricochet, Drew McIntyre on one side, uh, Drip Drip, uh, AJ Styles, and uh, almost on the other side. Looks like we're about to get like a six-man tag, but nope. It just leads us into the Ricochet versus John Morrison rematch. Okay, uh, let's talk about this Johnny Drip Drip uh, Twitter promo where he emerges out of the lake of reincarnation. Um, mm-hmm. What the heck was that? <laughs> <laughs> he came out the water and was talking about a lot of drip and moist and things like that. And then he could, he threw the bottle up and did his little kick and the bottle was, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a whole lot going on in this. <laughs> he was getting off the water. He was up there you know, dripping and all this other stuff. He took the water out of his pocket and drunk the water. Like, Alright, yeah, sir. It's, yeah, there's a lot of moisture in this particular uh, promo. Hold on. Corey Graves, please, for the life of anyone. Never mind. Well, Corey Graves said this during the match, but do not say America's moist one ever again. <laughs> Uh, gave him a pass for it, and I'm like, no, no, sir. Uh, also, hold on, also doing his promo, he said something about um, being um, real, said something about I'm, I'm high, and then he said, um, he said, I'm high, and then he's like, um, y'all look like ants, something from up here, something like that, you know, so. Yeah, he definitely was sitting on the top of the ladder. He's like, yeah, I'm really high. Yeah, mm-hmm, we get it. Um, but John Morrison versus Ricochet. Uh, John Morrison got the win by count out because uh, Ricochet did like a flying cross body and they both went out of the ring. 
And then as they were trying to get back in the ring, uh, Johnny Morrison makes it before the 10 count. And then the Miz is uh, getting in Ricochet's way via his wheelchair, not allowing him to make it into the ring by the count of 10. All this is did is just set up something for next week for the go home show for the um Yeah, so they for, they just basically set up a, another match. Yeah. Yeah, they're booking raw like they're booking a territory. Yeah. And it's like we're gonna see, you guys are gonna sit through the same match of the same two guys, but different stipulations every week. So come back next week and we'll have another reason why you should watch the same two guys. Wrestle again. This time, though, it's a no disqualification match. This time, though, it's a last standing match. Last man standing match. This time, though, it's all right. This is exactly what we're getting uh, lately on Monday Night Raw and to that effect, SmackDown as well. Uh, Jinder Mahal, he shows up on a motorcycle a la The Undertaker. Basically, he, uh, he's like, you know, he got this to celebrate his WWE championship win. Him and Drew picked it out together, and they would always ride. He said he called up Drew for a ride, but Drew answered three days later talking about he was too busy. So, Jinder is out to prove that he's always has been the better man when it comes to those two. Um, Reginald, Nia, and Shana in the back. Reginald tries to warn them that Alexa Bliss is back there look, lurking in the shadows. But, of course, when they look, not, uh, Alexa Bliss is nowhere to be found. So, Shayna, you know, yells at him for being a mostly grown man scared of shadows. Of course, as they walk off, Alexa Bliss is back in the shadows. Um, recap of last week's MVP and Kofi Kingston's uh, promo segment, which was very good. Um, then last week we see where Nikki Ash, almost a superhero, pin Shayna Baszler thanks to the Alexa Bliss distraction. Asuka and Naomi are happy to be a part of this team with Nikki Ash, but she insists that she isn't a hero. Now she has a chance to win money in the bank, though, and the other two aren't so thrilled with that idea. Nikki runs off for her match when Alexa Bliss comes in to say Naomi and Asuka should lower their expectations for money in the bank. That leads us to Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, and Naomi versus Eva Marie, Piper Niven, Shayna Baszler, and Nia Jax. Everything breaks down with Nikki's top rope splash connecting for a two, only to have Nia Jax, or Nikki Jax, as Jimmy Smith called her, Samoan drop <laughs> Nikki Cross and get the pin. You, you like how I threw that in there? You thought I was going to let that slip, mm-hmm. huh? Normally you let you let stuff you let stuff um slip. No, I had to put that one in there because that was just too blatant. Just too blatant. Uh, MVP isn't sure how Kevin Patrick keeps getting into his dressing room, but he promises to take out the new day tonight. Bobby Lashley promises to do the same. Uh, Mustafa Ali versus Mansoor. Um, uh, creep cast when it comes to the Wrestle Bays, Jupiter Julep, MSV. They all about some Mustafa Ali. This might be like me. Like they, 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 for, for these wrestling dudes. I'm not even going to add anything to commentary to that. Spinebuster out of the corner gives Mansoor a two count and he whips Ali into the ropes with Ali's foot getting tied up. Mansoor helps Mustafa Ali out of the ropes and then gets rolled up 
for the fast pin. And then Mustafa Ali yells at him, I told you the high road will only get you so far. Uh, He's trying to teach him some, uh, drop some jewels on him, uh, like a la MVP, but you know. He's trying. He tried to, I guess he tried to um, say, pick up this free game. Right. Drew McIntyre was one of his long-winded, you know, William Wallace-type rants. He explains that his sword is made from the Loch Ness Monster's tooth, and he tells a great story about how a warrior will use it to beat Jinder Mahal and go on to Money in the Bank in Fort Worth, Texas. Drew McIntyre versus Jinder Mahal. Mahal drops McIntyre into the announcer's table as we take a break. We come back with Jinder Mahal holding a chin lock, but McIntyre is right back up with a suplex. The future shot DDT plants Jinder Mahal. The Claymore is getting ready to be unleashed, but that's when Veer and Shanky, a.k.a. Indishir, come in, attack Drew, and that is a disqualification. After the match, the beatdown is on. Jinder Mahal then steals, steals Drew McIntyre's sword because we are starting a program. <laughs> so that means you're gonna steal his motorcycle and they're gonna be even. Oh, Ryan Satan gonna say when they showed him entering when they showed Jinder entering on the Michael on the motorcycle, he had to they had to play um something by the Undertaker, he would be um Gender Taker. That's what he said. It was re- real whack. I was about to say that was a dud. Yeah, he thought he, he thought he had one with that one. And yeah, like, that is a yeah. That's when it sounds better in your head. Then you hit send, and you're waiting for all the retweets and likes, and nothing happened. New Day say they're ready to fight Bobby Lashley and MVP because they are not going to stay down. What matters is getting some money in the bank and seeing the fans' pleasure at watching Kofi Kingston becoming the WWE champion. Uh, Kofi channels his inner Kevin Garnett by shouting, anything is possible, and says, after Money in the Bank, MVP and Lashley can take some vacations because they won't have those championship responsibilities. Kingston is going to become the WWE uh, champion, and, you know, that's basically how he feels about that. So him and Woods back together again, causing shenanigans uh, in the backstage. Uh, Mason T-Bar, hey, remember them? They're taking on Lucha House Party. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Metalik saves Lince Dorado from high justice and hits a step-up dive to drop T-Bar on the floor. Back in the West Coast Pop. Gets the pin on Mace and Lucha House Party. Are you winners? So Who won Lucha House Party? Yeah, Lince Dorado with the West Coast Pop. You know what that is, right. right? The Hurricane Rana where he pulls them all the way through into the pen. Bray Mysterio Jr. Yeah. WCW finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when Bray Mysterio was definitely Liddy. Oh, yeah. The best high flyer in the world. Hand, but not even close. Like, when he just had a surgery on each knee. Yeah. Hmm. AJ Styles versus Matt Riddle. The bro time gives Riddle a two count, but Styles is back up with something like a reverse Death Valley driver for his own two count. Then the Viking Raiders pop up to distract Amos and Styles, allowing Riddle to grab a roll up for the pin. 
good match. Riddle's been having some really good matches on um, Raw the past like month and a half or so. So they've figured out they've got a workhorse guy who can carry a lot of time on Monday Night Raw, and they've been letting him do that the past couple of weeks. Uh, Charlotte is on a crutch after getting chopped by Rhea Ripley last week. She talks about the NBA playoffs being ruined because of all the injuries, and now she might miss Money in the Bank. Ripley must be scared because she is trying to hurt her in advance, and that is exactly something that Charlotte would do. So here comes Rhea Ripley out with a crutch of her own. Charlotte's like, you're even trying to take my entrance. It's time for a crutch fight. Charlotte knocks Rhea's crutch away, but Rhea gets it back only to send Charlotte running around the ring and up the ramp. And her her knee looked pretty good when she was uh, getting away from uh, Rhea Ripley chasing her. <laughs> Were you conscious for this part of Monday Night Raw? Um, no, but I watched it early. I watched it. I watched a replay of it early in the morning, so I did see yeah, I could tell by your lack of uh, analysis that you might have been on siesta time during this part. Oh, I definitely was. Because <laughs> I woke up towards the end and I was like, oh, I, I missed a lot. So uh, This part you could have not done with. Uh, Cedric Alexander and Elias versus Jackson Riker in R-Truth. Now, what I don't get is why this wasn't Jackson Riker and Jeff Hardy. Because, you know, Cedric and Jeff Hardy have this little thing going on. Our truth was just kind of like a surprise entrant. But anyway, 24-7 champion Akira Tozawa runs into the ring so our truth can roll him up for a two count with the usual gang of 24-7 uh, competitors chasing after him. Our truth joins the chase and that means we have a handicap match. So Riker throws Alexander around to start and then he shifts his attention to Elias who of course runs off to the back and that allows uh, Riker to hit the swinging boss man slam to Cedric Alexander, get the pin, and the win. So, Big Swole was not happy with seeing this. Um, Racism at its finest? Yes. Uh-huh. She posted a, um, a, 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 a meme from um, Eddie Murphy and um, Dolomite saying nobody wants to see this brother. So she wasn't too thrilled to see her her, her man um, take the L. Well, uh, she better get used to it because he's in the position right now where he'll be taking a lot of L's. Look, and it was kind of right before that segment, right before you seen Shelton running around chasing Akira Tadawa, chasing him around ringside and everything and Cedric's in the match so this is what we're seeing this is what we got this is what we got uh, we see Bobby Lashley warming up next week we have Ricochet versus John Morrison in a false count anywhere match and Sheamus uh, I guess his nose is finally healed as he's going to face Umberto Carrillo for the United States title that brings us to our oh in, in two weeks the Viking Raiders are going to get their tag team title shot against AJ Styles and Amos. So that brings us to our main event, New Day and uh, versus MVP and Bobby Lashley. MVP comes in to work on the arm, but Woods shoves him away. We get a tag to Kofi who clings house, including a ball and boom drop to MVP. 
Everything breaks down with Bobby Lashley being knocked to the outside, allowing Kofi to hit the trouble in paradise to MVP. And the New Day are successful, and they end Monday Night Raw celebrating their win over Lashley and MVP. Crazy thing with Raw Talk. Um, Xavier Woods head on, um, head on, um, I don't think they, they had on here on Undisputed Era. Um, I guess they were just, I don't know, they were tights or briefs. He had shocked the system. And I was like, wait, you really represent <laughs> Undisputed Era? <laughs> My God. Yeah, so, yeah, he definitely was talking shit. Yeah, man. Um, Main event was fine, you know. It's what we thought it would be, um, you know. It's just repetitive at this point, you know. Everything we've seen, everything, and they just keep giving us these different, like I said, these different matches, um, the same match, same participants in different type of matches with different stipulations and uh, different combinations. But, you know, there's nothing to, as you just said, shock the system into seeing us, um, you know, an uptick or cause a major disturbance to the way things are going currently on Monday Night Raw. So, you know, I I just don't get um, I just don't get what they're doing with the booking right now. Um, You know, I know what they're doing and I understand what they're doing, but. It just seems like we could get some variety at some point. I mean, we've been watching this since, you know, the lead up to WrestleMania. Oh, bro. Uh, Final thoughts, sir, before we get ready to uh, take in the Great American Bash from NXT. Uh, Final thoughts? Um... It was a, uh, a meh, kind of regressed episode of um, mm. Monday Night Raw. Right. I did. So, so however, WWE was is is doing NWO week, mm-hmm. and for, and so twenty five years later, I was able to proudly say that I wore my in my NWO shirt. Nice. I bought, I bought myself an NWO. I had I got the the Wolfpack shirt. Yeah, the best one, of course. So I had my shirt on last night watching it, and I was like, you know, I was like, I, I felt actually I was happy because I was like, I actually could get something from my childhood that I really wanted, but I could never get. So I was wearing my Wolfpack shirt, and you know, it was kind of cool. I, I, I felt happy about it, but um, Monday Night Raw was meh, but it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, man, it is what it is. We're just, you know, having to endure it. You know, hopefully this little swoon will be worth it in the end when, you know, they finally pull the trigger and whatever the fallout of this is going to be. And we get, you know. Oh, um, another thing. Um, Karrion Cross wrestled another dark match last night. Um, it wasn't a match. It was a dark match. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They been um they had um Carrion Cross, Bronson Reed, Shotzi, um, Tony Storm. 
Um, My girl, Tony Storm. Um, Odyssey Jones. I don't know who that is, but they got they. They said he was up there wrestling too. Okay. And somebody, another, another young lady that was wrestling too. Okay, cool. Um, another young lady from NXT was wrestling up there too. Um, oh, Tegan Knox. Tegan Knox. Oh yeah, yeah. Knox. I heard that Tegan Knox was up there. Yeah, yeah. Tegan Knox. Yeah. All right. So let's get start. Let's wrap this up because MSK it's about they about to wrestle Tomasa and Toothless Timmy. So. I'm, I wanted to see. I want to see how they how they handle they um go against those two vets. All right, man. Shout out and thank you, sir. Shout out to you, Don. We we made it through another um episode. Um, shout out to Semi, Jay, Terry's boy, um, Amwal Starwin, Kyler Wren, um, Jula Jula, Madam Lizette, Miss V, um, everybody who be in the Twitter spaces with us. Um, Cami D, um, the Russell Bays, the Ladies of the Glow, my homie Roll Up Sunny, um, Word, aka Jerome, aka Word, um, anybody else who we rolling through what talking to us about wrestling and everything. We enjoy, we enjoy your support, we enjoy the conversations, we enjoy, um, we, we just enjoy, um, you sharing your space. Your commentary, your commentary will color in the spaces of us. We appreciate that. Oh, shout out to um Greg, Sam, Classic Bell, because Mel gets shout out Steve Jonay, who is definitely living her best life. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Oh, six for Apple too. Shout out to her too. <laughs> Thank you to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me once again here on the Rawcast. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag this Monday to share the commentary with color. Uh, thank you to Miss Jade to the Max and Miss Didi Jonay and Miss Simi, uh, Anwar Starwin, uh, Madame Lizette, uh, Jupiter Jula, Miss V, uh, Brent from Georgia. Uh, Mike, everybody else who joins us in the uh, Twitter spaces, Miss Laura Singh, and all the Russell Bays. Definitely appreciate y'all, Miss Cammy D. So keep supporting the show, keep listening, keep sharing the podcast content that we create here. Check us out on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Get the extra content you can talk about. We can listen to Mo to the underscore Reese talk about how much ring music. Uh, means to the presentation and making stars in professional wrestling on the latest episode of the dark match. Uh, you can also hear uh, Shaolin Shogun and Dwayne talk about how much they don't like Nick Batum and how they're not rooting for him in the NBA finals. Uh, so lots of good stuff over there. Miss Simi and I break down uh, AEW each and every week also on the Patreon page. So there's a lot of content to be had over there. So please check it out. So for my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. Ali, the last couple weeks, you've been garnishing a relationship with Mansoor, and tonight you got a victory over him, but everybody has been talking about what happened at the end of the match. Do you care to comment? Listen, I won't. I won't hide from the truth. The truth is Mansoor is the reason I'm standing right now. Mansoor is the reason that I avoided a possible career-ending injury, and I admit that. 
But what Mansoor needs to admit is that he is not listening. Mansoor, taking the high road will only get you so far. Sure, you did the noble thing tonight. Sure, you came to my rescue. And what did that get you? It got my hand raised and your head lowered. Stop thinking with your heart and start thinking with your mind. Thanks for your time, Sarah.